Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Makes sense to sign a contract right now, you know, like, because money is not important. A lot of money is important. (laughs) So I'm going to sign it next year. Giannis got jokes. That is one way to start off media day where we are live across the country with reporters in Boston, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, the Bay, Phoenix, and so much more. Plus someone not at media day, James Harden. He did not show up for the 76ers this morning. So what are the implications if he continues to hold out? Plus we hear from Daryl Morey and sticking in the East, Drew Holiday, officially a Boston Celtic. So with Damon Milwaukee, who is the favorite NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I mentioned that we are spread across the country. I am in Phoenix, Arizona at the Footprint Center, where right behind me I see Kevin Durant finishing up his media availability with reporters. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, joined by my co-host today, the one, the only, Richard Jefferson. And Richard, there are so many places that we could start the show. We could start with James Harden not being in Philadelphia. We could start with Kevin Durant just saying that he's going to play in the 2024 Paris Olympics. But it feels like we need to start with your reaction to the comments that we just heard from Giannis Attentacumpo. And with that, let's bring Zach Lowe into the conversation, as well as Kendrick Perkins, our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, because this feels like it needs a full court press. But Richard, I'll start with you. After all the discourse this summer about is there a long-term future for Dame in Milwaukee, or rather for Giannis in Milwaukee, where do these comments leave you feeling? Well, I think these comments, for me personally, it just feels like this is completely normal. This is completely normal. He would make more money if he signed the contract at the end of the season. Yes, Milwaukee need to, needed to improve, and they did that. So if Giannis wants to continue winning, I think the Bucks put him in the best position. And he says, I'm going to sign it next year. They, he just wanted to see that good faith effort by the Milwaukee Bucks to keep pushing everything towards the middle to win championships. So I'm, I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks fans and organization are happy to hear this. Well, I think also it takes away some of the drama of every single loss, every single three-game losing streak, this examination and over-examination of, oh, is this going to have implications down the road? This allows Giannis and his team to have a little bit of breathing room to go out and do what they want to do, which is ultimately win that title alongside Damian Lillard now that he's on that team. All right, we are going to get more to Giannis and the Eastern Conference in just a little bit, but let's go over to the 76ers now because James Harden, he did not show up this morning for the start of training camp. Let's hear from Daryl Morey on that topic. He continues to seek a trade, and uh, we're working with his representation to resolve that in the best way for the 76ers and hopefully all parties. We uh, will either move James for a player of a caliber that you know puts us uh, helps our championship contention, or for you know draft picks and things like that that will allow us to. Uh, in short order, go get a player like that. Uh, short of that, it will continue as long as that takes. Hopefully the situation with James get resolved. Um, if he's here, 
um, you know, we love him and, you know, we want him to be with us and I think we have a, you know, better team with him on the floor. So, um, and I think he knows it too. Uh, so hopefully that gets resolved and, you know, if that doesn't change anything, it doesn't change the goal. It doesn't change anything. You know, the goal is to, the goal is to, is still to go out there and try to win a championship, whatever it takes. All right, Woj, so where does this leave the next steps between Philadelphia and James Harden now that he did not show up to training camp today? Hey, Malika, the, the 76ers charter to Colorado uh, for their training camp uh, took off just a short time ago, I'm told, and uh, obviously James Harden was not on that flight, and it is unclear to the 76ers whether James Harden is going to meet them at Colorado State University out in Fort Collins uh, and participate in training camp with them. Now, he, as Daryl Morey said there, he continues to want a trade. He wants a trade to the Clippers. I'm told that the 76ers and Clippers, they have talked recently, uh, but there's been no movement. And if you're the Clippers, the idea that you're going to keep upping your offer when there's not a market for James Harden right now, that you certainly have the best offer to Philadelphia, I think if you're L.A., you're going to wait and let things play out in Philadelphia. If this is going to turn into uh, a circus, then you're going to try to allow uh, Philadelphia to come back to you at some point, especially when you know that they don't have better offers out there. But you heard Daryl Morey there. If he can't get the assets he wants, then James Harden is going to sit there. The question is going to be, I think at some point you have to believe James Harden is going to report, but then once he does, does he conduct himself as a player, a functional player, who can help this team, or do they have to keep him right. on the sideline if, he, if indeed he does report? So this still, I think, has very much of a chance to play out over time. A couple of weeks ago, I said that I, that. Uh, James Harden had no leverage in this situation. Well, I was wrong. Mm. James Harden does have leverage in this situation. And you know what his, situ his leverage is? Is that he doesn't care. And that's one <laughs> of the most dangerous things about him is that he doesn't care. His pockets already on swole, like they got the mumps. He got all the money in the world. He's going to do whatever he want to do. And so now he's not going to show up because for the simple fact that he don't want to be there, he don't care how much money the Philadelphia 76ers could find him every single day and how much money he could lose. He's cool on the money side. So with that being said, to me, Daryl Moore has two options. He's either going to trade James Harden and take back less, or he's going to tell him to stay home. I mean, there's no other way around it. Daryl Moore is going to have to compromise with this situation if he want to get James Harden out of there and just at least get something back. Because a guy that don't care is a dangerous individual, and he's dangerous. Uh I'm, I'm a person who keeps the Outlook calendar running. That's the only reason, the only way I can keep my life together, Perk. But on the Outlook calendar, what I have today for October 2nd is James Harden being owed $8.9 million, 25% of his salary is due now from the 76ers. And so there's certainly uh, a lot to play out here. You can see his payment schedule 
that's coming up and decisions that the 76ers going are going to need to make, particularly with the clauses about withholding services and and all of the other stuff. But but who is here who did show up for the 76ers is Joel Embiid. So let's go back out to Camden, New Jersey and hear from him once again. Like I said, um, anything that I'm on, um, I'm still going to believe that I have a chance to win, uh, no matter who's on the roster. And we got, you know, a lot of great players. Um, you know, I'm happy with what we have. Um, you know, it's all about, I, I know, like I said, you know, just need to be a little lucky. Um, every single year of my, my career being, you know, hurt in the playoffs at some point, um, yeah, I just need that little bit of luck and we need it as an organization. So, Zach, I don't know which part of that was louder, the chance to win or the any team. How do you read these comments from Joel Embiid and the implications of James Harden weighing on him as well? Yeah, look, he's right. They have a chance to win. They also haven't even been to a conference final. So, like, hit the brakes a little bit on that. Woj used the word circus earlier, that this James Harden thing could become a circus. It's already a circus. The big top is up. The trapeze artists are warming up. The elephants are marching around in a circle. It's already a circus, and it's dangerous because I don't even know what the off-ramp is for Philadelphia that keeps them in the championship picture this year because a bad deal from the Clippers is not going to do it, not given what Milwaukee and Boston just did. And that's all that is saying, I think Tyrese Maxey is going to make a leap if the ball is in his hands more this season, but they still probably don't have enough as is to compete with those two big dogs if they're healthy. And just look, this is another year of this for Joel Embiid. It was Ben Simmons two years ago. Mm. How much drama can this organization absorb before it just all goes haywire. That's what's at stake here. This is an MVP approaching age 30. Time is ticking all the time for these guys, and I'm not sure what the off-ramp of this James Harden situation is for the Sixers unless the Clippers really stumble out of the gates and get desperate, and maybe that's what Daryl Morey is banking on. Woj, how is the 76ers, how are they looking at the Joel Embiid piece? Go ahead. Yep. Well, you know, so far, I think Joel Embiid is on board with the fact that just giving up James Harden, you know, for what they consider to be a modest return, that doesn't give them an opportunity uh, to win a championship. Getting either James Harden back to eventually play uh, in the role that he did last year or being able to really get something in the trade market, I think it's so early now. We're just in training camp. They're, they're, we're still you know, a month away from regular season games or less than a month away from regular season games. I think both the Clippers and the Sixers have enough talent um, to beat teams you know, who can you know, withstand not having James Harden on the floor. These are two organizations that need uh, to be healthy for the playoffs, and they would presumably want Harden you know, by the late season in the playoffs. Certainly the trade deadline, you know, that would figure... Uh, loom large in this in February. So I do think both teams can buy time. Even if the Clippers got off to a difficult start, they need to stay healthy with their uh, two superstars. Uh, But I think as long as Daryl Morey has the support of Joel Embiid and ownership, Mm -hmm. they can keep going here and wait James Harden out. Mm -hmm. Remember, listen, this is a player who wants to play for future contracts 
and sitting out and not showing people what he can still do and at what level he can still do it, you know, that also takes a toll on his future earning. But there's no question. Uh, Zach said it exactly right. It is hard to see what the exit ramp here is, you know, where Philly has yeah. either an invested James Harden helping them win or they get back the hall of assets they want uh, from the Clippers or somebody else that allows them to go get another player that they could plug in. We've talked about today as being the next in a series of deadlines for James Harden. He didn't show up to training camp. Now we see how the dominoes continue to fall. This is a huge day in the NBA. We have so much to get to in a jam-packed hour here on NBA Today. Coming up on our show, why do you say, let's take a trip to Milwaukee. We're going to hear what Damian Lillard had to say about how the trade went down, how he is feeling about his new teammate, Giannis Attentacumpo, his first comments in a Bucks uniform. Plus, the number one overall pick, Victor Wembanyama, he took to the podium this afternoon. Afternoon, so hear his expectations for his rookie campaign. And we can't forget about the champs. What Nikola Jokic had to say about repeating this season. That's coming up next as NBA Today on Media Day continues. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Portland is sending Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. This is huge! You are a basketball fan right now? This is exciting. From a basketball perspective, it is an ideal fit. The moment of truth comes is when you can come up big. If you were to come up with one word to describe Tammy Lillard teaming up with Giannis Attentacumbo. Lethal. Easy. Lethal. My first pick is going to be Tammy Lillard. I really believe Tammy Lillard, he's going to close the game up. Lillard for the win. Yeah. There you go. Game it's time. time. It's game time. Damian Lillard arrived in Milwaukee over the weekend after the Bucks went all in to acquire the seven-time All-Star. The Bucks went from having to answer questions about Giannis's long-term commitment to the franchise to having their new dynamic duo being all smiles on Media Day. Here they both are addressing the trade for the first time just a few hours ago. As we got into it, my agent called me and he was just like, you know, what about Milwaukee? And obviously Giannis, you know, is, is public record that I've always mentioned. You know, if I had to team up with one person, it would be him. So when we talked about it, I was like, I'm, I would definitely be interested in that. 
I can't imagine them wanting him to have the ball, you know, at the free throw line coming downhill with an advantage. And Chris on the wing and Brooke, you know, you got really good players out there. So um, I've definitely thought about it, and I just don't know how you, you know, how you handle that. It's easy to just kind of get comfortable in the team and be here 15 years, 20 years, and just make a living and uh, feel good and feel comfortable and the city loves you. Like, no. I'm a winner. I want to win. It did not make sense to sign a contract right now, you know, like, because money is not important. A lot of money is important. <laughs> so I'm going to sign it next year. Oh, I love the honesty. I love the honesty by Giannis. Honest. At least he's honest. He's like, look, money's not important. A lot of money is important. So we're joined back with Roz Gold and Zach and Perk. So, Zach, I want to start with you. You have said that there is no bigger story than what Giannis does in this offseason. So what do you think? Do you think that he said all of the right things in Milwaukee? How could you want anything more from the Bucks? I don't know if we're supposed to interpret what he said as like an ironclad promise or anything like that, but what a great sign and what a great swing for the fences by John Horst and the Bucks. It is the best two-man pairing in the NBA. Is it the best team in the East after former Buck Drew Holiday got traded to Boston? That's to be seen. Ooh, Perk, what's your reaction to hearing Milwaukee's star duo for the first time? A lot of confidence blowing with those guys before they play the game. Absolutely, but I see I see a lot of smiles too, and I also see guys that are serious and they're ready to take the court. Look, they ain't put it perfect. He talked he talked about how he visualized him and Giannis in the two man game in the pick and roll. How are you going to stop it with that personnel that they have? I don't see no team stopping it. Again, I go back to what we saw this past season. We was raving and talking about Jamal Murray and Jokic and how nobody could stop it. What makes you think this is going to be anything different with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard? This is going to be powerful. It's, it's clear that the two of them see the vision, Dame and Giannis. You know, I see the vision. Sometimes you see these stars slap together and you're wondering, how's that going to work? But with them, I see uh, the right combination of talent and also character. When I cover the Bucks, they're a team that's very high profile but low maintenance. And Dame's got the right amount of cockiness to him, but everybody feels his realness, his loyalty. They share the same character of, of hunger and competitiveness. The fit feels right. I'm very excited to see it all come together. Oh, no, I'm excited, especially because the Bucks weren't the only Eastern Conference team that reloaded over this past week. The Boston Celtics bolstered their roster yesterday, dealing for all-star guard Drew Holiday right after he left Milwaukee. According to Woj, Boston sent Robert Williams III, Malcolm Brogdon to Portland, along with two first-round picks in order to get one of the best two-way guards in the entire league. Now, look, it's been a busy offseason for Boston. They've ruled, retooled their roster, swapping out some of their players, including Brogdon, Williams, Grant, Rob, the, the whole Williams crew is gone, and Marcus Smart, their emotional leader. And filling out those voids are Holiday and Christoph Porzingis, and they are expected to play huge roles this season. Take a listen to what they had to say about their offseason. There's a list of guys in the league that you always think you'll never have a real chance to get that you think are like perfect fits. and. Um, that you'd love to be a Celtic, and Drew was 
you know, one of those guys. I know a tremendous amount of respect from Drew, from somebody who he's guarded and I've had to guard, you know. It's just he plays with a certain force that you could just feel. You know, he's just uh, he's just super solid, man, and just as a competitor, he's an assassin. I mean, these guys have already been super close um, for a while, right? And then adding myself, adding Drew now, it's clear what we're trying to achieve here. We are joined with senior writer Brian Windhorst. And look, you are now in Boston. And I want to know this. My question to you is, what is the mood? But also, how has the mood shifted? They get Damian Boston. Uh, Milwaukee gets their rivals, uh, gets, gets Damian Lillard. Excuse me. Their rival gets Damian Lillard. And so now they're sitting around like, whoa, we might not be the best team. And then they figure it out, and they get Drew Holiday. Has their mood been shifting back and forth over the past, I don't know, three days? Yeah, you could say that, Richard. I mean, I actually think their heads are spinning a little bit because they really spent this offseason and the last couple of weeks, all the players have been here for two weeks, adjusting to their new reality, which is no Marcus Smart, no Grant Williams, the guy who was very popular in the locker room, and they were going to play big. They've been working out in these workouts here at their facility with Porzingis, Robert Williams, and Al Horford, thinking about a new way of playing. And then the day before the start of training camp, there goes Robert Williams, a guy who was beloved on this team, and in comes Drew Holiday, a guy they all respect immensely. So I think they're excited. They look at this roster and they go, man, we got maybe the best starting five, top six in the league, but they're going to have to retrofit again the way they were playing. And, you know, listen, you know, Jalen Brown compared it to, like, going to uh, junior high and high school with somebody and then having to say goodbye because he's been in the league seven years. Marcus Smart has been with him all the time. Robert Williams has been there with him six years. Same for Jason Taylor. Them. So I think they're excited, but they're definitely just sort of looking around trying to figure out what their new reality is here. Are they looking at the Milwaukee Bucks like, hey, it is a two-man race, or are they just focused in on themselves? I don't think anybody mentioned the Bucks once today. Nobody asked about the Bucks. Nobody really asked about Dame Willard. I think right now the Celtics are focused on getting the Celtics together. Obviously, you can see that those two teams are lining up against each other, and when they bring a Buck who's got a ring with the Bucks onto this, it's going to create uh, a special rivalry, and they did play a great seven-game series uh, two years ago. But right now, I think the Celtics got to look around and see who's going to be on their roster and figure out how they're going to play, because Joe Mazzulla just spent the whole summer figuring out how he's going to play double big and now I could see them not playing that way a big part of the time because you want Derek White and Drew Holiday out there together. Well, look, the rivalry is getting more and more intense by the day. And from the East to the West, we hear that the reigning finals MVP, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, Zion Williamson, and an update on John Morant. Plus, LeBron James is heading into year 21. What is going on? Why is he so old? <laughs> hey, LeBron, does any part of you think this could be your last season? Um, I don't know. I don't know. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I got a little nerves in my stomach right now, but, you know, once the jump ball starts up, I'll be ready to play. Here he comes the other way. There's your first James Jam. Oh, he threw it down. James, let's fly again. In my 20 years playing this game, and in all the years before, I've never, ever cheated the game. And I would never take it for granted. Here comes Every time I step foot on the floor, I'm going to give it everything. One second to the win. When the season ended, I said I wasn't sure if I was going to keep playing. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? LeBron for the record. The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. I, I, I appreciate the King, but as you just heard, LeBron James isn't done yet. On the 21st media day of his career, LeBron James caught up for an exclusive interview with our own Dave McMiniman. Take a listen. So you're coming off a season where you average close to 29. Mm-hmm. What's going to allow you this year to sustain that level yeah. of success? Well, for me, it's all about my health um, and in my mindset. You know, if I'm able to keep my mind fresh, I think, you know, however your mind is, or you know, the, everything else falls into place. So, you know, keeping my mind fresh, keeping it in tune, keeping it intact um, for for the marathon will allow my body to, to perform after that. So, if I'm on the floor, I know I can perform at a high level. So, um, you know, just that's what it's about. When we last saw you, you weren't so fresh, right? The end of last yeah, yeah. season, it was taxing yeah, physically, yeah. it was taxing mentally. Yep. What allowed you to get back into the space where you're like, you know what, I got more yeah. left in the tank? Um, well, I knew I had uh, you know, a lot left in the tank, but it was just, um, you know, was I still willing to put the work in? You know, and if I ever get to a point where I feel like I'm cheating the game or I don't put the work in or I'm not showing up for my workouts or I'm not getting to the arena early to, to get ready for games, things of that nature, then, you know, then I start to question myself. So, um, but I think the most inspiring thing I had this summer was just being around my, my boys and my little girl, uh, being around my wife a lot um, and just just locking in on my family. And they just continue to inspire me, you know, being able to coach Bryce team down at Peace Jam in Augusta, Georgia, give me some inspiration, um, being around Bronny, seeing him trans, uh, trans uh, you know, go to, to to USC and and obviously before the you know the unfortunate event but just seeing him you know continue to climb as a young man and then you know my daughter now being um, you know playing she playing volleyball now too so she inspired me as well so that just gave me um, even more uh, 
you know, confidence and I know I could keep it going because um, they inspire me so much. We're all happy to hear that Bronny's health is moving yeah, in the up and up. Sure. Absolutely. You said you're going to dedicate this season to him. Yeah. How will that manifest itself? Um, I think it's going to manifest itself in just the way, you know, the man above has planned it, you know, and, um, you know, the kid inspired me so much uh, to see the way he had to go through this summer uh, to see where he is today. Um, there's nothing short of remarkable. Um, probably one of the strongest people I've ever been around. And, um, you know, like I said, I dedicate this uh, this season to Bronny uh, just because um, just because I've seen everything he had to endure this summer to where he is today. So uh, playing for him. For the first time in your Laker tenure since you had AD as a teammate, yeah, yeah. your contracts aren't aligned. Yeah. He goes beyond you now. Mm -hmm. How has he set up his time with this franchise to potentially be the next face? Uh, maybe when you're no longer on the court with the Lakers. Uh, I mean, he's, I mean, he is the face, um, you know, and uh, he's another, you know, you look at all these numbers that surround this, this facility, all the greats that's come here, and 80 is one of them, you know, so, um, you know, the, I was very, um, very happy and extremely proud and, like, just super dope to see him get that extension uh, to be a part of this franchise for years and years and years, and uh, it's been a treat so far playing alongside of him, and I hope we can do some great things. And one non-Laker question, so, Sometime this summer, yeah. USA basketball lost <laughs> to Canada. And all of a sudden, within yeah. a day, we're hearing that LeBron James, a.k.a. Nick Fury, yeah. is calling up all the superhero <laughs> friends to bring the team together. Yeah. How much truth was there to that? We know that you do. You told us you have interest in playing for that team. Yeah. No, I do have a lot of interest in playing in Paris, um, obviously. Um, you know, it's a lot to be to be had, you know, here with the Lakers, obviously, in this season. But um, got a lot of interest on, on playing in Paris with, with Team USA. I have a history of playing with Team USA, obviously. Everyone knows that. And uh, and we have a lot of great players here in America. So. Have you talked to some of those guys? Uh, we've been in communication. I appreciate it. We'll see uh, you on the court for the Lakers first. Yeah, first, first things first. Thanks, LeBron. I appreciate it, Dave. Yeah. All right, LeBron is still making it clear that he has a ton left in the tank. Perk, I want to know, year 21, what are your expectations for LeBron and the Lakers? Well, you know what? I, I, LeBron is going to be Braun. We, we need to stop with year 21. He's still going to go out there and do his thing. Expectations for the Lakers is getting back to the conference finals. I believe that they could do it. Now, if they go beyond that, it's going to be on the guy's shoulders that LeBron just said. He just answered the question and said, Anthony Davis is the face of, the, of this team. So with that being said, it's time for him to take over. He is the guy that is in the middle of his prime, a top five talent. They did a great job in the offseason of putting the pieces or bringing the pieces back and add more. The Lakers have it. They have it to make it to the conference finals at minimum. You know what I'm hearing and listening to LeBron? I'm hearing a guy talking about the mental challenges that come with longevity. You know, everything he spoke about was motivation. You know, he's so much more multifaceted than when he came into the league. He is many things at once outside of being a basketball player, and, and that's fine. So I think one of the things that could motivate him on the court perhaps is the concept of maybe he could double down on the era of LeBron as a Laker being one of the greats of the Lakers. You know, this is a franchise that's used to stringing together championships. They have many beloved legends already. Well, here's a chance for LeBron with a roster that's improved, with a team that has real aspirations and expectations to be a contender. If he could help bring a championship to this Lakers team again, he could be discussed perhaps as one of those great all-time Lakers, or at least that the LeBron era as a Laker was a big success. No, I, no, I agree with you, Roz. It, it's hey, Roz, yeah. you, know what else, you know what else is the mental challenge? You know what else is Tell the mental me. challenge? 
working with Richard every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy for Richard and his host era right now. Go ahead, he put a tie I on put today. A tie on. I'm looking sharp, you know. Look, go ahead, look, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, listen. Let's stay, <laughs> let's stay on track. Look, we're gonna go from the leading scorer in the NBA history to our lead story here on NBA Today. James Harden's no-show in Camden, New Jersey for the Sixers Media Day. Harden's decision to not report was the latest push in a summer full of them to fulfill his desire to be dealt to the Los Angeles Clippers. But although the two teams have not talked recently, there's been no traction on a deal. Sources tell ESPN Adrian Wojnarowski that, look, these guys are just kind of stuck in a little bit of a limbo. So we are now joined with Tim Bontemps, who is live from New Jersey at Sixers Media Day. I need to know, where do the 76ers go from here with James Harden? Well, Richard, the 76ers hope that at some point they could get James Harden back out there on the court with them. But it remains unclear when that's going to be. As you said, he did not come to Media Day today. And while everybody here talked optimistically about it, from Joel Embiid to Tobias Harris to P.J. Tucker to Nick Nurse and Daryl Morey, nobody knows when he's going to show up. And nobody really knows how this is going to play out. Because as you said, and as Adrian reported this morning, Yes, the Clippers and Sixers have talked, but there's nowhere really to, to go with for a trade right now. And so if James Harden's going to be playing in the NBA anytime in the immediate future, it's going to be with the 76ers. And as I reported in that same story that we have on ESPN.com, the Sixers paid him the 25% of his contract he was owed on October 1st on Friday. They are continuing to have him be part of the team. They want him to be around. I would say from their side of things, it is far from anim there's any animosity. It's nothing to me like the Ben Simmons situation I reported on a couple of years ago. This group universally wants James Harden to come back. Now they're waiting to see when he will. We'll see if it's this week when the team goes to Colorado Springs for training camp. Oh, there's going to be a lot to follow in this situation day by day in the next coming weeks. But thank you, Tim, for joining us. On Sunday, we will have our first NBA preseason game on ESPN and the app. The Celtics host the 76ers at the Garden 6 Eastern. NBA Countdown tips off our coverage at 5 Eastern. Still to come on NBA Today, we check in on the Phoenix Suns as Malika is there ready to talk with new head coach Frank Vogel. NBA Today, live from Media Day, continues after this. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
BC, Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today, where we are in Phoenix, Arizona, for the Suns' start of training camp, and I am joined by head coach Frank Vogel. Frank, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time. Thanks for having me on. I know that this is a crazy day. I know that you are running around doing a million things, getting your headshot taken, so we will try to make this brief. (laughs) But year one with the Los Angeles Lakers, you come in, you win a championship, and now once again, you are on a team where the talent is sky high and the expectations are as well. What are you going to take from that experience and apply here? Well, just belief that it can be done. You know, obviously, uh, when you're playing against teams like the Denver Nuggets that have uh, have continuity on their side, there's a, a little bit of a disadvantage there. But we know that um, from my direct experience that you can galvanize a group in year one and go all the way to the promised land and win a championship. And, you know, that's going to be our aspirations here. Uh, we believe it can be done, and uh, but we want hit to the, hit the ground running. Who is your point guard? Devin and Bradley. <laughs> Devin we'll, and Bradley. We'll, we'll begin. They'll be the primary ball handlers, yep. but uh, we're going to be a multiple ball handler uh, attack, you know, where um, really anybody can bring it um, and, you know, get guys in, in off-ball actions. You know, we have uh, an early offense flow uh, to, to what we're trying to do that um, guys will be on and off the ball a ton. You know what the, the fabric of a championship team feels like walking in from day one and how it evolves through the season. Does this feel like that? It does. You know, our guys are highly motivated and, and they understand that it's real. You know, everybody wants to win a championship every year, but everyone, you know, league-wide doesn't, doesn't have uh, a real belief that it can happen. But our group does. You know, we're very confident in, in what we've put together from a roster standpoint, uh, from what our coaching staff is going to bring to the table. And, um, you know, we know that if, if things fall our way, we have a chance. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you to Frank, as always, for his time. The reigning champion Denver Nuggets are the favorite, as you can see here, to win the West. This is according to Caesars. But the Suns, they are right behind having the second-best odds heading into the season. I can tell you right now that the confidence around this team is sky-high. I've heard multiple times today from Kevin Durant to Devin Booker that the expectation is for this team to go in and win a championship. But let's stick in the West here. Back in June, Grizzlies all-star John Morant was suspended for the first 25 games of this season for conduct detrimental to the league. And today at Media Day, Grizzlies general manager Zach Kleiman, he told reporters that Ja will actually practice and travel with the team during the suspension, which is new. So now welcoming in our ESPN reporter who covers all things Western Conference, Tim McMahon, who is in Memphis as we speak. What more can you tell us, Tim, about this situation with Ja Morant while he is suspended and what he is allowed to do? Yeah, Malika, there's been dialogue between the league office and the Grizzlies management uh, really for weeks now coming to this conclusion and this is typical for a suspension but it's not the way that it went during jaws last suspension when he was away from the team when he was in florida for a week Mm. and a half 
uh, at a counseling facility and and then did not join the team until rejoined the team until the suspension ended missed another game getting his legs back under him he will practice with the team but he's not going to practice with the starters he's basically going to be scout team throughout training camp the preseason into the season because taylor jenkins has to get this team ready to play 25 games without john morant their hope is he will continue taking the steps necessary to be eligible to return on game 26. But the, the announcement of the suspensions specified that he would not be available or allowed to participate in any, quote, public activities. That does not include mm. practices, shoot-arounds, and traveling with the team. Tim, thank you. Obviously, this Memphis team has lots of experience playing without John Morant in various injuries and also his previous suspension. They have done well with him in those situations, but this is a different group, a different team. No Tyus Jones to leave the pack, so we'll see what this Marcus Smart-led Memphis Grizzlies team looks like. All right, coming up here on NBA Today, we have so much to get to here, including I think Heat Wentz wins for this one. Is it a silk press? No one really knows but you know what I am here for Jimmy Heat World this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for a little coast-to-coast, starting with the defending champion Denver Nuggets. Here's Nikola Jokic and Mike Malone on the team's quest to repeat. Win as much game as possible. You know, try to have fun during the, the period. Um, go to go get the opportunity to win another one. Probably that's going to be the, the next the next step for us. Like Jamal said, like why not we win again? Uh, last season is over. Historic in nature. Forty-seven years in the making. But we have a new responsibility. And if we're serious about being a team that can repeat. If we're serious about trying to be a team that can be a dynasty, we have to bring our best every single day, starting tomorrow in practice. So, um, you know, I don't want to live in the past. I want to live for today. I want to live for tomorrow. And uh, that's going to take a lot of hard work. uh, And uh, hopefully our guys are up for that. Hey, Perk, I just heard the word dynasty. I'm going to try and rein you in here for 24 seconds on the clock. What do you think about what Mike Malone just said? You know what? I, I 
I love Mike Malone and what he the message he sent because the championship run again to hold to to, to repeat does start tomorrow, but it's not gonna happen for the simple fact that I don't feel like it's gonna be a repeat for the next ten years from no team. So sorry, Denver Nugget fans, y'all had a good one. All right, all right, enough of that perk. Let's pivot to the last team to repeat the Warriors. Here is Chris Paul joining up with Golden State. You know, for me, uh, I actually had an opportunity in 08 to come off the bench for the Olympic team. You know what I mean? And that went pretty well. And I think anybody who knows me knows that I'm all about winning. You know what I mean? Whatever whatever I can do to help our team win. So I know coaching us, we're going to talk about it and see what it looks like. We've been hooping all summer, and I think, um, you know, for, for the season, you know, it's, it's going to be whatever to, to help our team win. And I think I've at least tried to show or proven that my entire career. So, All right, 24 seconds on the shot clock. Raj, you get it. Tell me, is this the right mindset for Chris Paul? Well, he's saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes for the team to win. It's the right mindset. It's also the right thing to say. It's media day. You know, win the headline. We're so stuck on, is he going to start or come off the bench? The better question is, is he going to make impact? Whatever that role is. And I think Chris is smart enough, savvy enough to understand that that's what matters most. I like oh, the answer. Okay, that's fair. But he's played a 1,000 games in his career, and he has never come off the bench. So we will see. All right, time's up. Let's keep it to the West. There is plenty of questions down in New Orleans about Zion. Listen up. The thing that I think is important is CJ and Brandon throughout their careers have always employed people on their own take care of their nutrition. They're doing two-a-days when they practice with us. They'll be working with their own people at night. And they're really vested in and invested in their profession. And this was the first summer where we've seen Zion really take his profession seriously like that. Wanted me to give a scouting report on myself. What I worked on was being unguardable. Well, we hope that he can be on the court and be unguardable. Zach Lowe, you've got 24 seconds on the clock. What are your expectations for Zion this year? If he plays 55-60 games, I think he'll make an all-NBA team. If he gets to 65, I should say, and the Pelicans can be a playoff team. But boy, oh boy, David Griffin not mincing words with that first offseason. He took it seriously like that. That one made my head go like this a little bit. The Pelicans are done treating Zion with kid gloves, I guess. Well, it's about time, Zach, because you know what? It's been forever. But from one pick to another number one pick, let's check in on the first NBA media day for Victor, Victor Webinyama. All my expectations are really to learn how to, how to win as quick as possible, you know, because there's people, I mean, everyone here except the rookies is more experienced than me. So I'm, I, got a, I got a whole lot to learn, and I can just turn to whoever really even the guys who have just two, three years in this league, they I know they get good advice for me, and they, they, they have already proven it uh, in, the, in those past months. And it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just really excited, happy to be here. Let me say this. I am so excited to be on the call for his first game of the year. Me, JJ, Ryan, we are going to be in San Antonio against Dallas. The the environment is going to be electric. I cannot wait to see the impact that this man has on both sides of the ball. I'm not saying all-star. I'm not saying anything. For me, I just am excited to watch this journey. We will be back in 60 seconds. Welcome back to NBA Today. 
Welcome back to NBA Today. So there are a couple of visuals today as we say hello to our reporter for Anscape, Mark Spears, that were a little bit jarring. One was seeing Chris Paul officially in a Golden State uniform, and the second was seeing Damian Lillard in a Milwaukee Bucks, the letter O. You spark, spoke exclusively, Mark, with Damian Lillard today. What did you learn? <laughs> I would say the day that I got here, you know, I got in, they had like the rally, and then there was like a lot of introductions, you know, meeting a lot of people, they did a video. Uh, we, we made a lot of stops. I had to do, you know, physical stuff. And then by the time I got back to the spot and, you know, I was sitting there by myself and I kind of just took it all in and uh, just thought about all the different moving parts of it. and. That was when I was just like, man, this is this is where I'm supposed to be. Like this is this is what it's supposed to be. And I just in that moment I just settled in with it. That was a snippet of Mark Spears' conversation with Damian Lillard. Mark, what else did you learn? Sounds like we're having a little bit of difficulty, technical yeah, difficulty, getting are, are Mark. But his conversation with Damian Lillard is certainly one that we're going to be hearing later on SportsCenter as well as tomorrow on NBA Today. So I mentioned jarring maybe is one word to describe Damian Lillard and Chris Paul in their new threads. Also exciting would be one of them. Uh, but before we bounce, this is the one thing that you need to see today. So we know that Jimmy Butler, he always has something up his sleeve for what we're going to see on Media Day. Well, this year he came with a brand new hairstyle. I don't know if it was a silk press. I don't know if it was a wig. I don't know what was going on down there. But the memes, the jokes that were coming on around it were absolutely fabulous. I'm hoping that we can see what Jimmy Butler is actually looking like in just a little bit here. Uh, let's take a listen. What would it mean to you to be a champion? Everything. I think that's why I play this game. How do I describe my look? You know, I got a couple of piercings. Um, more than anything, I'm just emotional. There's a lot of emotions. Every emotion that most humans have, I could probably say I had in the past week and a half. I'm emo. Leave me alone. I don't know what to say about it. He looked good. Oh, he, he looked, looked, looked great. I felt seen for all the natural girls. Look at that. That's beautiful. All, That's all beautiful. the wash and set girls. But look, look. I was working. Wait, I, wasn't I don't sure. know what's I wasn't happening sure. right here. <laughs> I don't even know how He's to put it. He's protective styles. Oh, oh, natural. Let's see. Wait. I... Okay, you've got. He's inspired you. I, I don't know if this is right. I feel like this is a look. I got too big of a forehead. My no. earpiece is out. I can't even know if we go on the break. I think this is the new look for you. Look. When when you don't get the off-season signings, you come and win the headline yeah. this way. I think Malika, I can't hear you. My ear oh, came Malika's out because my hair. <laughs> Perk, what do you think? Hey, I was gonna do some eyeliner. I was gonna do some eyeliner. I like the hair. I think this is a new look for you. <laughs> I didn't know that you could go from bald to so much hair. So oh, I look good regardless. Get your man that can do both, sweetheart. Get your good. man that can do both. I tried to do the lip piercing. I think I'm bringing this back tomorrow. We'll see you then.